Hello everyone. Hello Sean. How are y'all doing today? Nope, oh, just hold up. We'll try this one more time when you're unmuted. Apparently I did not unmute you even though I clicked the button. How are y'all doing today? Uh Sean, everyone out there? Hey everyone, hey Chris, how's it going? Welcome to this podcast does not have a name, episode 27 for April 6, 2022. So, what have you been up to, Chris? Just straight in, what have I been up to? Well, uh, sure, unless if you had something else to talk about. No, not at the moment. Uh, what have I been up to? Watching uh, Super Sentai, or I'm pretty sure I mentioned I ended yeah, I did. I ended the last season, whatever it was, of Super Sentai and was trying to track down other ones. They apparently have one more season on Tubi, which is, I believe, the one that took place right before Zero Ranger. I think that's how you say that. So the, uh, what was to become Mighty Morphin here. It's uh, Jetman. And it's, to me, like uh, maybe because it's a lot older, to me it feels better. It feels like it's a it's a better uh, Power Rangers show. Maybe partially because they're not so focused on selling toys to kids in this season, as opposed to like if you watch the new seasons now, where it's clearly about selling toys and toys of the Max and the Rangers. Because I think in a twenty two episode episode twenty two minute episode, maybe two minutes of that is giant monsters in a fight maybe <laughs> another two minutes of that is them in their power suits and the rest of it is story and build up for all the rangers and what's going on it's it's different when nowadays it's all you can almost see 40 percent of it is mech suits and ranger fights i guess it depends on the series but it's going good so far. Uh, one of the strangest things in this season is uh, probably because of when it was made is the weird cuts. So like they'll be in the middle of a fight with one of the monsters and uh, how do you say something will happen one of the, one of the rangers will say you know they get taken control of by the monster or something or they'll be injured in some way and then black screen cuts to them in like a confinement or them on a hospital bed and the other just go, we don't know what to do like were you just in the middle of a fight with a monster and you guys just bolted quick like there was no transition they didn't just disappear it's not like in power rangers like ninja storm where they take smoke bombs and throw them on the ground and disappear like, it's not that, it's just black screen, like, quick cuts to them somewhere else, like, the fuck? <laughs> just, well, they're like, they're like, what would cost less money? Having the bomb, smoke bomb effects, or just pressing the black screen button? I don't, like, you know, it goes, yeah, I don't, it wasn't even that, it was just a quick cut. You know, like, if you set up a transition on, you know, we'll see your stream lives, but don't change it, how quickly it cuts, that was how quick, like, there was no transition or anything. It was just black screen back to the next scene and you're left going, what happened to the fight you were just in the middle of? And then there'll be 
setting around and then oh no monsters attack the city you guys left it to attack the city you didn't do anything to stop it and so they they go okay we gotta go the quick cuts to them fighting the monster like the hell it's like they cuts they it's like they filmed the entire fight scene once and then just cut at a specific time and then cut back right away and it's very jarring <laughs> also the first well i'd say maybe second sentai series i've watched where there's a focus on the rangers for like a love story there's like a love square love triangle going on apparently all the guys on the team are in love with the pink ranger huh. and it may not have to do with her having money but that's what i assume at least one of them is and one of them's definitely not after her because she likes the Red Ranger and he hates him. Hates him so much that he started multiple fights against him. <laughs> in and out of their suits. And in the middle of public. <laughs> Wait, yeah. they, got, they, they revealed their identity in the middle of public? Some of them have because that happens. But um, one of the Rangers, Guy, the Black Ranger, he does not like Red. He hates him so much that he has fought him multiple times and just oh. dragged his... They've had, like, huge knockout fights in, like, bars and streets. How, how do they combine their, their Megazord, their, their, like, perform the Megazord if, if they're not on the same page? Well, when it comes to the fighting, they just... Guy isn't stupid enough to drag that in or to try not to drag that into protecting people. As much of a dick he is, he's there to do a job, so... Wait, who, who's the dick? The Black Ranger or the Red Ranger? No, they both kind of are, but mostly the Black Ranger. <laughs> Red Ranger's kind of, uh... He's too much of a goody-goody. Like, he's there to to kill the, the bad guys or stop them, but mostly for personal reasons, not solely to save everyone. Even if he claims it is to save everyone. It's, so, it's revenge. <laughs> so so he's got his own motives that aren't that aren't pure and I'm surprised Guy I guess when Guy finds out why I'm sure he'll call him up for it <laughs> so but yeah it's a good series so far I I like it because it's old the mechs aren't super complicated and stuff like that so and then they just stole some other uh Galaxies, not galaxy, I guess, uh, Dimensions, uh, Mech, well, basically stole it. The, uh, they're fighting, like, interdimensional, uh, bad guys who try to take over everything. So some other resistance team that also built a combining mech, huh. uh, came so. from another dimension. And they're like, well, we can't defeat them on our own. How about we make it so our mechs can combine? And then those three people from the other dimension died. So I guess the Rangers get to keep their new combining mech. Oh, how, how convenient. How convenient, <laughs> yes. <laughs> but yeah. But, you know, it's Power Rangers in the end. So I'm just surprised kind of how much of a, I guess, love story. They're kind of tying into the main Rangers on this one. Uh have I been doing anything else? I beat Final Fantasy 1. I beat Dragon Quest 1. Oh, you beat Dra Dragon Quest 1 already? Okay. That's why I was playing uh, Builders 2 this morning, because I beat Dragon Quest 1. 
yeah the i think monday morning right when i got on like you had already signed off like i just missed you by like two minutes i'm like oh okay well i i, I didn't get to see where you're where you were up to that day but i guess yeah the dragon quest or warrior whatever one is uh seems like a really short game it is very short <laughs> there's like a max level of 30 but you will more likely get to around 20 give or take two levels when you reach the end of the game so did you make the deal to dragon lord at the end yeah <laughs> I believe and that leads to the I, dragon builders too right actually yes so when i believe in one of the versions of the game so the original the dragon lord because he says will you will you when you go to face the dragon lord you're left with uh two choices are left with a choice, I guess, technically, uh, to fight the Dragon Lord and save everyone, or to bend your knee and uh, have him take over the world, and he'll give you half the world to rule. And so, I made a quick save before I went to fight him, because I wanted to see what differences there were. In the original, I believe, if you say yes and take the Dragon Lord's deal and give him your sword, that he takes your sword and slays you, slays you with it, and you're dead. It may be a translation issue or something. I don't know, but I believe he kills you in the original. In this version, he just takes your sword and tells you that this is the uh, the start of a new new era for uh, monster kind, as you slowly become corrupt and the screen fades to black, and you're then it is then a direct continuation, or yes, it then directly continues into Dragon, Dragon Quest Builders 1, where you wake up as the builder and have to save the world. and You actually do fight the old hero as one of the uh, end bosses in that game. Like, before you so, go to the Dragon, Lairs, Dragon Lord's castle. Do you think they retconned it just because of Dragon Builders? I don't know if it's that, or if it was a translation error, or something. So, because I don't know if it We'll say if it was a translation error, maybe they didn't feel that, that him just going, you get to rule the world with me, was a good enough ending. So maybe they changed that to make him seem more villainous. Because I swear in one of the versions that he kills you instead. That's but what yeah, I heard too. Yeah, I think I might have told you that, unless you heard it from somewhere, someone else. But yeah, I'd have to double check on that. Uh, it's good. So if I was to compare... Dragon Quest 1 and Final Fantasy 1, the better of the two is Final Fantasy 1. It's the best one out of those two. Less grind, more st story focused, I guess, you know, a lot more, you know, equipment, spells, yada yada, right? A lot more variety in what you could do. <laughs> Whereas Dragon Quest 1, the hero is basically the kind of hero you see in all the Dragon Quest games. Almost no personality, can do a little bit of everything. And. That's it. Like Dragon Quest One has is mostly grinding. <laughs> like I spent yeah, I... about five or six hours off stream grinding for money. Wow! So that I can That's, get the uh... equipment, so I get to the next next location. I I I watched you on stream playing it. I'm like, wow! He, like you said, the king was the only way to save the game. You have to go and talk to the king, which means you're going to be grinding on the same area for a while. If he's the only way to save the game, that means the map is relatively small. Yeah. The map is, you start off in, I guess, kind of like the uh, upper, middle, uh, like north, whatever, northern part of the continent. You could go 
around in a circle <laughs> to the east and to the west, and then you eventually make your way to the center. It's kind of like a big donut almost. And the Dragon Lord's castle's in in the center, which you can see from the starting castle. But yeah, you gotta every time you want to do an actual save, like just like the original NES, you gotta go all the way back to the king and talk to him, and he'll save for you. You can do quick saves now in this version, which is convenient. It's a lot better than having to go all the way back to the castle if you're in the middle of something. <laughs> but yeah, so much grinding in that one, and not much of a story. Like, I'd say the amount of story that's in Dragon Quest 1 is the equivalent of defeating the Dark Elf in Final Fantasy 1. Oh, wow. That's Astos is not as, like... He, I would say maybe he's a quarter, maybe a fifth of the way through FF1, right? We'll see. About, I would say. So, yeah. yeah, like, there's not much story in Dragon Quest. Basically, what you hear about at the beginning is most of your story. That's, oh, no, the Dragon Lord's taking over. We need to defeat him. Go, son, or grandson of Edric. At least we think you are him. <laughs> and then you're off on your own. And, yeah, one of the big changes in this game I don't like is like how in FF6 remaster how there's shining spots of when stuff are hidden or on the ground and stuff they do the same thing in this but you're supposed to go around the world and find clues of where to find those items so when you walk into the town that has the fairy flute and you have no idea it's there there's a sparkling spot on the ground already you didn't have to go to the other end of the world to find a clue as to where this item is. You just go there and find this thing and go, huh, what's this for? When you find out the clue, you're told in that town that there's a, I believe it's that town, that there's a stone golem that can be put to sleep with it. But you now wander around for hours with this thing, if you've never played it before, that is, not knowing what it's for, <laughs> you know, and trying it on everything. <laughs> I guess. So it's kind of weird that they did that. I understand for remake's sake and such, but it kind of stinks, I think, <laughs> for them to do that. There's only one item they didn't do it for, and it's weird that they didn't do it for that, but they did it for everything else. It's one of the key items you need. But I beat it, and... Yeah, it's alright. It's good. I still love it. Or Dragon Quest 1, that is. Final Fantasy 1, I didn't think I'd like as much as I did. When I get to the end. You didn't think you, you didn't like it, or you didn't think you'd like it? I didn't think I would like it as much. Because most Nintendo-era games, I don't like. <laughs> the only ones I would say I would have liked, if you asked me before playing FF1, I would have said Dragon Quest 1 and Super Mario. Black Tales? Super Mario. Is it DuckTales Super Nintendo? No, it's Nintendo. Yeah, no. That one's okay, but but most NES games I don't like. I don't like Legend of Zelda. I don't like Metroid from that era. The Turtle game was shit in, on yes. Nintendo. Like, yes, the first one. As much as I played them, like there's still a few that you know, you'll have nostalgia for, but actually saying that they're great games or, you know... Better than mediocre? There's not that many, I would say. So, like, there's maybe 
10 or 20 i would say and yeah i i i get why they did that because like back in the day games weren't as numerous plus they we just came back at that point from the whole video game crash yeah that's so true. people like... had to really make their games not short even though the nintendo didn't have as much memory so they compensate by that by making the games harder to add replay value so the games will last longer artificially yeah. that way like quite a few of them were trying to emulate the arcades which were now starting to boom again you know recovering from the the video game crash the arcade business starts going up or kind of right so they start emulating or trying to bring over arcade games to consoles in some way if they can right so they're trying to emulate that whole replayability into them, you know, continue. You, you only have so many continues. Why do I have so many co continues, Contra? Just let me have all of them, <laughs> right? So, yeah, you know, and them trying to figure out how to do gaming in the new new era, either console or arcade-like or trying to come up with a new way to do it, right? So there's lots of reasons for how they did certain things, but... In terms of gameplay itself, I don't like the Nintendo era or below that Super Nintendo's when I when I think gaming got not good. Not, I wouldn't say good, but tolerable, a lot better because obviously there's still screw ups on Super Nintendo, not as many. Uh, and I uh, read the last uh, issue for Berserk. Oh? At least the last issue until uh, until later this year. Uh, they've announced in November on November like twenty second, I think, this year that the forty first chapter uh, book of Berserk will be released in North America, and that'll that is the last one that was released earlier this year in Japan. So Maria's final chapters will be in there. And I'll see if it actually ends on a good note because I've seen the cover of it and I know what that is. And I don't know if I would say that that's a good end. I think you linked it. So now I need to make sure and see what that is. Let's see. I mean, it could be one of two things, but it originally was not a good thing. <laughs> I can't tell. You'll have to tell me after the stream. The thing inside after the start the podcast. Yeah, I, I don't know who that is, though. I can guess who that is, but I don't know who that is. Guess. Griffith. It could be one of two things, either Casca and Griffith's child, which actually, it's the demon child that, like, followed Guts on his journey all the time, you know, that little baby one with a beak, who ended up actually becoming the new Griffith, or that is actually Guts and Casca's child now being freed from fucking... Cause Guts and Griffith are Guts and Griffith. Yeah, they totally banged. Um, Guts and Casca, they uh, were together right before the eclipse, right? And so it could be their child just delayed being born because of all the shit that happened, right? That could possibly be. I'm guessing that that's oh, Guts. true. I'm guessing that that possibly is it because Casca got her memories back. The last chapter ended with her walking out, seeing Guts, and then instantly all of her memories of the eclipse happened, and she just started screaming, and that's where it cut. I'm like, so we're going to leave this chapter with her having this breakdown of what, like, just instant flood of all these emotions and visions of what happened. Like, well, 
I wonder what this is going to lead to. <laughs> like, will her mind be able to handle it again? Or will she go back to what she was? Because her mind could break again. <laughs> so, we'll see when the final chapter comes out. If it actually ends on a good note. Because people were saying it does. I don't know if it does. You'll, you'll have to tell me what you read. Because I'm, I'm going to be reading it myself. And there's not really spoilers as far as I'm concerned. Because the anime series, like both of them now only went to a certain point and then they quit right yeah so i'm gonna have to read the scan so whether i i read it from hear from you or like read it tomorrow for example doesn't really make a difference no there's right? a lot that's that there's a lot i'm i'm deliberately not telling you yeah. because it's worth what reading it and knowing what actually okay. happens okay so from the second anime like the one of the 3d graphics that we saw together from that point like the end point of that how many how long do you think in terms of like chapters like just a random number like if you want to guess like how many do you think i would have to read chapters like 50 do close to 25 well we'll 25, see 50. we'll see for the i'd have to get a better a better look at it myself but we'll see for the books i think it's uh three or four okay that's not bad maybe five if you include the new one i don't know for i don't remember for sure but if we're talking like we'll say an anime there might be another 12 six episodes we'll see six. oh wow that's it okay yeah there, there wasn't that much added in because they where they left off in the enemy was we're getting on the boat and that was right before one of the first big hiatuses from berserk right like when yeah. he did like five or six years away so yeah man like, this boat rides has taken us years what what's going on shouldn't take that long but yeah it's there's not that much left from where the enemy left off there's a bit going on but not too much i would say like maybe a six episode season could finish it off <laughs> but i hope it so, ends well i hope i doubt it's going to come with it but i don't think this the last chapter of berserk's actually going to have uh all the added stuff in like the uh final words for for maria from his friends and family like what was supposed to be there in other manga artists kind of wish it would but I'm not. Yeah, I'm not uh, holding up hope for it. <laughs> that's strange. You think it would? Yeah, but we'll see what dark what dark horse decides to do with it if they translate that stuff or not. They should, out of respect. Yeah, and there was actually a novel for Berserk that was released too, at around the, in sometime around the, uh, was it uh, book number thirty nine and forty, which is about the Flame Dragon Knight. That would be Griffith's yeah. uh, subordinate. They're the one who could turn into the giant crystal dragon. Crystal, yeah. And I'm right near the end. It's basically a story of how he became uh, an apostle. It's actually pretty good. I like it so far. Good. I'm like right at the end. Like a few more pages and I'll be done it. I, I really wanted to see. I know we're never going to see it now, unfortunately. But I really want to see how. Sorry, what, what's artist's name again? Or, uh, uh, not artist, the Maria? Kentaro. I was really curious to see how he was going to have Guts be able to defeat the God Hand. Like, he can't kill them. He kills them and they still exist, you know? They're like an immortal in a sense. You can kill their bodies, but they can just always come back eventually, you know? Yeah. So, like, I was, wondering, I was wondering to see, like, I Guts is just a human. So, like, yeah, he's strong, but that doesn't mean anything in terms of, like, getting around those limitations of not being able to kill them. So, obviously, he needs some sort of borrowed power in a sense, right? Like, yeah, that's like, what the 
dragon slayer armor is. In well, way. the armor is just armor, right? It doesn't really. It is magical. It is magical, but it doesn't. <laughs> it's it's more defensive. It doesn't really like permanently kill the well, demons. So you know, in Berserk, because of Griffith's rebirth and the God Hand being assembled, the ley lines between the fairy uh, dead realms, the astral realm that has been completely shattered, they are now like basically one and the same. So if they were to be, you know, immortal in that, I don't know how they can anymore if they're also existing within the Earth realm, right? So I think like parts of that is changing. And when you hear about what I think Griffith is trying to achieve now after having gained his own kingdom, I think that's going to get rid of those lines or strengthen them even more. It depends. But it would also make humans immortal as well, I think. Oh. I don't this want to something... say anything in case I'm wrong or in case it is actually spoilers. So I'm just right. going to say, like, from what I'm guessing, that like Griffin's trying to achieve, or maybe what the God Hand in all is trying to achieve is uh, slowly coming, is slowly becoming a thing. Like, we still don't know what the God Hand's trying to do. We don't know who the, who the creature or being is that created the God Hand why he created them in the first place. We don't even know what it is. <laughs> so we don't know what it wants out of this. Right? Because Void, the first one, was was created through a, a, the same kind of way that Griffith was, right? Like through an egg of the king. Like the uh, Crimson Bailet. We don't yeah. know why. <laughs> and now we're never going to find out about, well, what's his name, Skull Knight? We're never going to find out his true backstory. Like, yes. Like what, like what happened between him and Void? Yeah. Yeah. Like like we, like we they've been coming us bits, bits and pieces that he was the original king and all that, but nothing's actually been confirmed yeah, as a did, hard fact. We right? didn't get like a novel or a, a little OVA of what happened between them, those two, to solidify what's going on. Because obviously he's immortal as well, except he's using his power for good not evil like the others right Seemingly, i don't think he's yeah. able... he's been around for i'm gonna say a thousand or two thousand years like as long yeah. as however long the original kingdom was created so, so he's he's essentially like an apostle that's good and in, in a manner of speaking i guess he's he's, he's not a demon but he's, he's the like... same thing as guts is or like he's been around for a lot longer but he's basically what guts has become or what guts will become, I guess, is a better way to put it, right? Oh, we've got skin immortality, though. Like the like the. We don't the, uh, know if the armor. Rates. We don't know if the armor can't. Because I believe that armor was the same armor that he wore before, but I could be wrong. That skull knight wore before. Huh. Like they are basically one of the I same so. skull knights. Like dragged, basically brought guts there so he could put on the armor for whatever reason he wanted to him to have it so and it's like and when he saved casca and guts from the eclipse it's like why only save those two why not like fight for everyone because obviously those are just minor demons he could have if he wanted to try and save as many people he wouldn't be able to save everyone but he could have done yeah. a lot more work you know so there ha there has to be an underlying motive like what makes those two so important to him specifically yeah it wasn't like, just guts it was casca too right yeah and i I have no idea. I wish we'd get more answers to like the one of the most mysterious beings there These are that things... is one of the most important <laughs> people. <laughs> These are the things I've been wanting to know for years since we saw the original series, Chris. Yeah. Like the very first 
anime for Berserk. And oh, I know. Run. I know. It's so frustrating because we wait for so long and we don't get an answer for it. It's like, oh. Uh... You've only watched the anime. I've been reading the manga. I've been caught up. <laughs> Being stuck on hiatus forever, knowing nothing's probably ever going to be answered. It stinks. But yeah, it's good. I really like Berserk. If you guys have never read or watched it, you should. Just know uh, you should be. It is quite gruesome and such because it is an adult manga. So bear that in mind if you're too young. <laughs> Maybe don't uh, don't look at it if you're too young. <laughs> yeah, definitely. One of the most mature ones out there. So yeah, especially the final kind of chapters, at least in the anime. That definitely uh changes the, your view on the show. <laughs> uh but yeah, that's pretty much been it. Red Berserk, played some Dragon Quest and Final Fantasy. I don't know if I'm going to if I should dive in Dragon Quest Builders will take a long time to get through. Yeah, you seem to be really be enjoying it this morning. Yeah, I love fucking Dragon Quest Builders. Like it's Minecraft and it's Dragon Quest in one. It's Minecraft with a, with a with the story. <laughs> like it's something that Minecraft doesn't have. <laughs> like right now it's all tutorial stuff, but and lots of story, but soon like I'm just about to get to the first I guess town in Dragon Quest two. The place where you can actually build up yourself and And it's just been all talking so far, so it'll be pretty like I don't know. I, I never got that far when I originally played it, because I think I got uh, burnt out from the first one. But it's good. I'm wondering if I should continue that, or just do that like once a week or something, and then the other days do uh, set up Final Fantasy 2. I installed it, I just need to play through it. It's the worst one. And I know everyone says that, but like, I, I don't like jumping on bandwagons, I like to form my own opinion, but yeah, Chris, definitely the worst Final Fantasy game I played. But, but story it's worth... or because of the mechanics? Mechanics. Okay, like, yeah. on paper, it's like, okay, okay, this could be okay. But then, like, you'll see what I mean with, with the status. Yeah, I've, I've heard, like, you have to beat your white mate. Like, you just, you 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 go up against in a fight against a, against a monster that you can easily defeat. And then your guys just form a circle around the white mage, just sort of beating the hell out of her. And it's say, like, get stronger, white mage. And so you beat them up. And then it's like, okay, job's done. <laughs> the magic, it's like every spell starts at level one, and the spells level up individually, and but they only level up the more you use them. Yeah, and there's there's like two, crap. there's two different asunas. There's asuna and basuna, and each of them cures a different thing. Like one of them clears stuff that's like permanent on your character that that uh, persists outside of combat, and the other is only in combat negative buffs on your character so hmm. and if it's not high enough level you can't cure like maybe poison you need, you need like level two asuna maybe paralyze which is only in battle you need like level five basuna so they so, really are trying to force you to use those spells that people didn't in the first one because <laughs> they had items they're making well, you use them it's, well i would say like would never but you know what i mean it's <laughs> i i i like i don't mind doing that something i normally do anyways but like you, you'll see you'll, you'll 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 not enjoy it like i i would have a hard time believing that you would enjoy it like once you actually get to the end game and actually try to like kill some of these bosses 
the bosses are hard not because of the game but both sorry not because of the boss but because like the game mechanics are just so shit mm. uh unless if like you're grinding like 20 hours off stream it's just like literally all i did and like i don't like using the fast forward function but i did like i would literally like have my characters all cast asuna or basuna fast forward so they would keep doing it and just walk away get a drink and come back it's like that's what you need to do because and this has happened more than once in my playthrough when i streamed it there'll be like a group of enemies and they'll paralyze every one of you and they'll literally just kill you. You will never be able to get out of the paralyzation. All your characters will be permanently paralyzed, essentially. If you're lucky, they'll have a miss or three in a row, which will let, lets one of your characters come out. Maybe they can cure the rest. But aside <laughs> from that, I'm not kidding. This will happen to you probably at least once. I got so mad, but I'm like, okay, the Pixar Masters aren't that bad because when you die, you generally spawn very, very close to where you got killed off but there is a lot of undeserved cheap deaths like i would just newer, new, uh, do a normal fight at full hp for everyone and i would never even get a turn off hmm. not one turn chris i am not exaggerating not one turn like i put the battle commands in yes but they, no one did anything that's it that's the fight it's like bam 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 from the monsters you're all paralyzed bam 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 bam, 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 bam you're dead Hmm. It's like this, this is a fun and interactive experience. Yeah, this is. It's it was so, st and I've seen this happen to other streamers. Like it's a common enough thing that I I'd be very shocked if it doesn't happen to you at some point. But, and the thing for Final Fantasy Two is like there's a like I want I'm not exaggerating. Ninety five percent plus of the rooms in that game, like in every dungeon, is empty. I think there I think I counted three or four rooms that actually had a treasure chest inside of it. There's so many rooms in this game that you go in and there's literally nothing inside literally nothing it's just like an empty room hmm. and it's not like something you have to explore it's like just like a square room like that you can see on your on your screen that's it you just go out right away 95 percent plus <laughs> well so you'll see i i'm actually i know you haven't played fall fancy 2 i didn't actually either before the pixar remaster came out so i'm actually curious to see how i i, I want you to experience it like i did that that's that's not me being like mean or like saying like I want you to like suffer. I, like I want you to experience the game because like at the end when I beat the game, I'm like you know what, I see why people say this is their least favorite Fall Fantasy because now I feel the same way and I know why. So, you know, I, I'm be, just I'm, I'm looking forward to it. This will have to be from my case. This will have to be tremendously a bad, a a bad game like a. What do you call it? A bad uh, playthrough for me. For me to think that it's worse than Final Fantasy Thirteen. <laughs> I would. I don't think. I think you'll enjoy it less than Final Fantasy Thirteen. We'll see. I know. I know <laughs> how much you hate it. That's how. That's how bad these mechanics are in Final Fantasy Thirteen. Is the worst bloody thing to have ever been created, <laughs> with the Final Fantasy name on it, and that's also including Final Fantasy: The Spirits Within. Which people don't like. See, I don't share that opinion. I didn't actually mind Final Fantasy I, 13. I thought it was a fun game myself, but I, I, see where I see where you're coming from. Was going to kill the franchise. I think it was so bad. It was so bad, Final Fantasy 15 changed its name from Final Fantasy 13 versus. <laughs> but yeah, I don't think 13 is good. I think it is the worst thing. Do not think uh, a guy. Fall Fantasy 2 will be I worse. I don't think a guy 
who has a chicken in his hair and thinks it's a chocobo is a good representation of black people in video games. <laughs> it is actually chocobo. It's a baby chicken. That's not what a baby no. chocobo would look like. But she she grows up in the later games. Yeah, she becomes a fucking humanoid. Chocolina. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's stupid. So it's not a chocobo. It's a it's, some, it's a chocobo that had the magical ability to transform a into baby a baby chicken that they put in the hair because that's not what baby chocobo would look like. They would have longer legs and a longer neck. They'd be more like ostriches <laughs> than a fucking baby chicken. I oh, can't. I don't know the. F I, I know you. Care. I know you don't. I, I don't care what the creators say, and they try to convince you that that's a chocobo. It's not a chocobo. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Anyway. Well, that's the opinion you have, then there's not really any point continuing on. Yeah. Because lore-wise, it is a chocobo, but you don't want it to be. Because it isn't. <laughs> but yeah, that's all I've been up to. What about you? Have you been doing anything? Uh, I finished Book of Boba Fett fairly on since the last podcast. Uh, it was okay. I don't want to spoil anything, but it's a spinoff of uh, The Mandalorian. So like, definitely worth watching. Continues it was only right after, or uh, other than other than maybe talking it's about hard. a bit of his backstory or whatever. But yeah, for it's the hard most part. to it's hard to answer that question without spoiling anything. So I'm not. Uh, but yeah, it's it's definitely worth watching. Aside from that, uh, honestly, I've been really down the dumps uh, last week mm. for the whole week actually. So yeah, that's uh, not good. Not to hear. Go <laughs> no, I'm not going to air any personal laundry on stream or on the podcast, but yeah, uh, it's been some drama, unfortunately, and uh, I haven't really been doing well physically or mentally. So yeah, uh, that's all I have to really say. I've just been playing some Dead by Daylight too, and that's I'm just having trouble enjoying things right now because of this. So I haven't really been doing much, and that's kind of, I haven't even been streaming, honestly. I've been wanting to, but haven't really, haven't been able to. Um, yeah. But I'm not going to dwell on it for the sake for the sake of the podcast. So yeah, we can just move on to the news. All right, I guess. I guess with that, what do we have for news stuff? Uh... So we don't really have uh, too many stories this week, Chris. But uh, I guess we'll begin with this one, if you don't mind. Uh, so E3. 2022 has been canceled again. And this is the second time in three years it's been canceled. It's been canceled this year. They had an online only version last year, and then it was canceled again the year before that. Um, they said they're going to be focusing on a better in person and uh, virtual show for next year. But yeah, um, it's 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 really it's really been dying off like not just because of covid but because you know everyone is doing their own thing right sony has not been to e3 for years nintendo does their directs xbox has their own shows ea has their show ubisoft has their show you know it's like everyone is doing their own thing spread mm -hmm. throughout the year and not really reliant on e3 anymore so yeah. when you lump in you know the convenience of them just being able to go oh we got stuff to announce let's let's do our own show as opposed to spending obscene amounts of money just to have their trailer shown at E3 because they spend a lot of money just to have it shown uh, it makes more sense instead of spending multiple employee salaries on that just to go oh here it is we could pay an employee you know because they're already working for us to do the show to edit these videos and put it up 
E3's become less and less of a thing, at least in terms of gaming. Not a thing, but um, having relevance in the current gaming space. And yeah. I personally would like it to have died off 10 years ago, <laughs> but I don't always get what I want. I think E3's useless. Like, Nintendo's been showing people how to do it for a long time. <laughs> or how to slowly do it. And finally, Xbox and my... Uh, what do you call it? Sony have been doing that, or trying to anyway. You know, their state of play, and I don't remember what Xbox is called. But yeah. Let's see. And. But go on. And uh, I know you don't like the Game Awards, Chris, but. <sighs> the Game Adverts? Yeah, no. <laughs> Anyways, I, I do. And um, they have, like, for years now, even, even before COVID, they've had. Uh, world premieres on there so it's like not everyone but a lot of world premieres like where first looks the games are on there now so it's kind of like it's taken the uh i don't want to say the place because that's not right but it has taken a fair bit of the of the uh chunk from e3 in terms of like you know being able to show off your game there because when when they when e3 announced that they were going to be canceled for this year uh, GF Kelly, which is the host of the Game Awards, he he tweeted a winky face emoji. So that's why I bring that up. It's basically he's saying, "Yep, you know, we're kind of like the new thing." So, hmm. Well, I also wish the game adverts would disappear as well. <laughs> I don't think that award shows are a good thing, personally. So. Like that, the Oscars, whatever else, just throw them all out. Don't need to, don't need that crap. <laughs> but anyway, I'm glad E3's canceled. I wish it wasn't trying to come back next year, especially not an in-person E3. I don't think that uh, they'll be ready to handle how to do that without it being, you know, unsafe i guess like i don't think it'll be safe enough for a big gathering like that so well speaking of which i kind of segues into the next story that's what i was trying about... to <laughs> try to lead yeah. it into well since you segued into it go ahead so speaking of you know trying to cram a bunch of people into a small space in a time where it's probably not um healthy for people because of new variants of the back uh the virus and such Activision Blizzard is removing company vaccine mandates effective immediately. And they are also trying to get all of their employees, even the ones who are working from home, to force them to come back into their offices to work. <laughs> yeah, this is uh this is just, you know, like on this podcast, we're gonna try and stay away from political talk topics, which is kind of this isn't technically political but it's more like in terms of like like it's gone political just because that's just the way the world works it's like okay so there's no mask mandate i believe in their area currently just like in here in ontario yeah they removed here. it a few weeks so it's kind of like which side of the coin are you on right and that's not i what i would say we're exactly about but it's still it's still interesting to see in terms of the gaming news what's what's going on right mm. we're, we're not you know it's 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 kind of just a touchy topic 
because you know whatever but uh as chris said like they wanted everyone to come back to work like and this was like a last minute decision apparently like very last minute yeah so uh yeah it's uh there's definitely some sort of safety risk as well for people who've been working from home because if, if they don't require vaccination you know and someone that's working beside you let's say is vaccinated well that's not really creating a safe work environment for you right no it's not <laughs> but then the laws whether you know you or me or whoever agrees with them i think in the area where they are say that's it's okay to do that now because otherwise i don't see them being able to get away with it if it's an in-person thing right because they're such a huge company there's no way they could slide under, under the radar especially with all eyes on them like the last couple of years right yeah so you think so so obviously obviously you know just using deductive reasoning it's going to be the laws in the area say it's okay legally maybe not morally but legally it's okay to do that so then they're kind of enforcing that now or they're trying to at least but some of the employees chris have uh walked or, or we're playing a walkout so what do you think about that i think that they should continue but for them to do it for one day and then go back to work the next exhibition blizzard just looks at that a lot of the time just goes okay it didn't really hurt us like <laughs> uh the a one day walkout to, to me doesn't tell enough when blizzard just shakes money at it or just shrugs the shoulders it goes okay like, I don't know what they could do to to set their to send the message to them to Activision Blizzard, but I don't know if a walkout. I guess that's pretty much all they could do other than quitting. Like, and for a lot of people, they can't just quit <laughs> these jobs, right? Like, if there was a mass walkout and just everyone quit, or like half their company quit, like that would send a bigger message to the company than anything. <laughs> but. That, yeah. that can't happen of course not. because that affects their bond dollar the only thing they truly care about yeah the only thing they care about is is money and filling their pockets full of money but yeah like even if there's no mask mandates for them to just say oh you don't have to bring proof that you've been vaccinated is really stupid like every time the cities have been doing this and removed masks like i think this is the longest we've gone without masks probably the same for you or getting close to it where they haven't like gone like a week or two after that you go okay lock everything down again lock everything down like i think even when you go to certain restaurants you have to have proof of vaccination don't you i don't i think so that was the case here until very recently now they got rid of the vaccine passport it's no longer required masks are no longer required when i when i am on my lunch from work every day since i work from home now i just go across the street from me and there's a mall and right where the entrance is for me is the food court immediately. And there's so many people hmm. without masks. Like I want to say at least half. Yeah. So if not the majority. So um but, yeah, it's in a big place like that, I'm gonna be still be wearing a mask. But yeah, it's uh some people are you know, after two years, their tolerance is just non existent anymore in, in regards to wearing a mask. So or yeah, even taking safety precautions. Like you're in Toronto. Oh, pretty much, well, right? Oh, no, or G- no. No, I'm not in the GTA, no. Yeah, I don't know where you are anymore. <laughs> if you move, then whatever. I, I don't remember. But where you are, or where you are, is in one of the bigger, most popular parts of the country. 
close yeah. to anyway. And we're talking about the United States, which is a lot more dense in terms of population than Canada. Yeah. So like US... where where Activision Blizzard is going to be doing this is is it California no. I don't remember where it was. I I swear I read it in here. And it would not be a good thing. Even if we'll say they only require half their employees coming to work, that could still be a few hundred employees crammed into an office. <laughs> so yeah. it's I, I don't think it's time for them to be removing the mandate. If masks, you know, because it's you know, been removed because of the government and that, but I think that the vaccination proof should be there, at least for the time being, because you don't know how quickly they'll shut things down and how quickly things will go to tits again, right? So. Yeah. Um, last I heard, over here at least, uh, apparently they do samples of... And don't, don't quote me on this, because mm. this is just like... I just saw it randomly on on a YouTube news thing, but like, uh, apparently over here they're doing like samples of sewer water just to see in terms of like the virus, like you know, over time trends. Hmm. And apparently, you know, there was a there was a dip, but then as soon as the masks were not required, then it's starting to curve up again. So, no, of course, <laughs> yeah. So you know that's to be expected, but. God, you know, after two years now, like what? It's 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 April now, so yeah, that'll have been two years, almost two full years of us kind of in the situation, at least two years. But mm -hmm. yeah, so it's as I said, it's kind of it's it's touching on some gaming news, but it's kind of also touching on some real life. Yeah, stuff. I mean, uh, can't be helped with yeah, some of this. But I I do think yeah, like as Chris said, the U.S is a lot less land to Canada, but the population's a hell of a lot more, like 10 times more. And so. they're a lot more, I'm, I'm going to say a lot more stubborn <laughs> than than Canada and, and such, probably because of the bigger population, because I would assume it's very similar on the other side of the country from where I am. So you get that very stubbornness or unwilling to want to accept or change, and that's a lot stronger in the U.S. than Canada. <laughs> So mm -hmm. as soon as the thing's been passed, they're like, well, time to time to do this now, you know, like screw you and your rules. That's this is what this says, right? Yada yada. It's a lot more politicized than it needs to be. Is that too? Yeah. All right. I think that's it. Okay. I think that's it for that news, unless we get All anything right. else to add. Nope. I think we're good on that. So um Epic Games is being sued for another dance now, Chris. <laughs> This Another is like dance. the third or fourth one since they started up Fortnite, which surprisingly is maybe one every year or two, which actually isn't that bad in terms of dance suit dances getting sued for. <laughs> but honestly, because like, we had the Carlton, uh, yes. what's his name, who did the Carlton dance there, and the kid who basically who invented the floss uh, dance, and I don't remember. I swear there was like one more, but yeah. We get one more, and this one might be even more up high scaled. We'll say up higher on the totem pole than those two people, than the guy who did one for the show, and my kid who did it for a TikTok video. <laughs> uh, where it's, is it? Uh, 
it's funny that they can afford like all these licensed characters like spider-man or like rick from rick and morty or whatever but like they just have a problem with the dances apparently it seems like whoever's doing the um the animations and you know who's working in the uh the fortnite mines making stuff for it (laughs) um just sees a video or whatever or a dance or emote whatever and then just animates it and they don't find out if it's actually been copywritten because this dance other than the others i think this one has a copyright on it so this was this dance is the i guess it's called the uh, compli- or it's complicated uh, dance in fortnite is apparently from a youtuber and uh, dance choreographer kyle hanagami who says that it's based on one of his own dance moves. This guy has worked with like I think Britney Spears and a few other like high profile like music artists to help them. Is it Britney? Anyway, uh, there's been a few like music artists he's worked with to help them choreograph their music videos and dance routines. So this guy is kind of legit and I do believe he had he has uh back in 2017 he created the dance move and i think that's when he copywritten the dance moves like the techniques and yes they are movements but you can copyright them if there's a specific type of you know dance flow to them there is something you can do with that to make it your own so someone can't just steal your entire dance routine so that's what it seems like this dance has done <laughs> that part it's, uh, yeah it's just I've I've I never knew you could like copyright dance moves honestly that's that's yeah that's I don't know there's got to be like certain elements to it I think or a certain length or something about it but you apparently can so <laughs> and then it's like has to be something more basic like oh hey I raise my elbow oh elbow elbow that's my dance move yeah it, I'm gonna copyright there has that. to be some kind of yeah. sustenance you know, to it there has to be a line somewhere because like, you can't just say this is my dance move well like um the you moonwalk know? i'm sure it has a i'm sure it has a copyright but that's a famous fucking dance tech or dance or choreographed kind of technique like it's very simple ish <laughs> to pull off right but everyone knows the moonwalk right <laughs> it's know? simple well simple ish <laughs> some people can I... do it without trouble i'm sure i can't but like it's very simple when you look at it it's like he's just sliding his legs his his legs back trying to make it look like he's sliding walking backwards but anyway like you, you can't i'm sure that one has a copyright on it. if it doesn't i'm surprised it doesn't <laughs> but yeah you can and i guess we will probably hear more of this unless if they um settle out of court like he's asking the court to it, it seems he's not really asking for much well we don't know in terms of money but he's not asking for them to say just, just pay me money he's saying he's asking the courts to have them forcibly remove the emote from the game entirely and he wants compensation for legal fees and you know whatever compensation he'll get for it right he's not saying you know just give me just give me some money for that he's like i want it out just removed from the game completely so you'd think at the very end that you know maybe he just leave it in whatever as long as they pay him so much money right but i guess not because he's just not happy with it being in entirely yeah just not happy with his work being stolen and then finding it out this way and then saying no i don't care you guys are gonna pay yeah, for it i guess that's in terms of having to 
take it out. Yeah, that's that's more likely it. Like you guys stole my stuff. Too bad. Take it out. <laughs> Apparently, this case is a lot more open shut than the last couple dancing cases because, Probably. as you said, he has a copyright already yeah. on there. More likely, that's so. the reason why. Because Alfonso Ribeiro is that his name? The guy who played Carlton. Yes. I yes. don't think he had a copyright on it, and then. I want to say he only did it for the show, or it became famous because of the show. I don't remember for sure. And the other one was a kid doing a dance on the internet. <laughs> you know, like it's this guy uh, here, Kyle, has a lot more legitimacy when it comes to this one. <laughs> uh, we want to get into another one that is, I don't, it's, it's not much of a story. But it kind of is, but it does have to do with like suing. Okay. Um, so this has to do with Nintendo. Okay, so apparently uh the Nintendo Joy-Con drift uh I guess court cases have been very minimalized since Nintendo has been saying, hey, you know, just send your Joy-Cons to us for free and we'll fix them up. You know, stuff like that. But apparently, there was uh, a group of parents that were trying to sue and were told. Uh, sorry, give me one second. Oh, sorry. A lawyer's family suing Nintendo in the case of Sanchez et al. v. Uh, versus Nintendo of America, claimed that the arbitrator has ruled that the two mothers involved in legal case action cannot proceed. With a class action lawsuit, given this ruling, the mothers have now decided to press on with trying to get their children to file suit against Nintendo. I don't think children can do that. I don't know if, what the legal thing is, but don't you have to be legal age to do that? I guess technically um, a kid did, did divorce their parents. That's almost similar. So they can they can sue, but they need, I think, a parent to sue oh. on their behalf. Like... They, like, I don't know, this is U.S. law, so it's yeah, different, right? It's, and I don't even know Canadian laws, for crying out loud. Yeah, so this one's a bit suing, weird. So. <laughs> yeah, but um, apparently they're doing it only because they got barred from suing. And yep. so they said, okay, so therefore we're going to still be suing, but we're going to be suing on behalf of our kids. And this is, I think you mentioned this is for the Joy-Con drift issue, Chris, right? Yeah. You did, yeah, okay, sorry, I, I must have. If I, if I didn't there. make that clear, but, it uh, is. No, I, I, I think yeah. I just blanked out for a second. But yeah, um, so this is this is kind of not new news because people have had this issue. We've we've talked about on the podcast mm. ourselves, and yeah, this is just again not new issue. But people have have at least tried to sue Nintendo over this. I don't think we ever found out the results of any one of those. I think per one of the big ones was that Nintendo said, "Well, just send them to us for free, and we'll fix them." I think yeah. that was one of the big ones. I don't know if there was that any was... money exchanged in terms of one of these cases. Yeah. Uh, so like... that was 2019 to 2020 that Nintendo offered the free program repair that uh, for free would fix any of them, I believe. But yeah, so now um, the lawyers are claiming that children cannot... Uh... Okay, well, sorry. I don't... Uh, yeah, so the children are claiming that because... When you go onto the switch, you had to sign the online terms and services. Hmm. But then lawyers are claiming, well, that isn't really 
that's not you know children under 18 aren't really bound by this because they're not adults so it's really like again i have no idea it could go either way because you can say yes kids can't sue but then if if they can then any agreement apparently from what the lawyers are saying at least that you have to kind of do to even play on the switch the terms and services in other words they're kind of wavered because they're under 18 they're not adults so that means all you kids underage can throw on your copy of persona 5 when it hits switch and just stream the shit out of it and say fuck you sega no just kidding <laughs> sega. Sega. Yeah, sega owns sega owns them Oh, I, I did not know that. I thought I thought that was a joke, like Nintendo versus Sega. Oh no, no, no! It, it was a joke because of uh, them trying to bar people from streaming the end of the game, end of Persona. Whoa. Oh, can can we take a, a very small tangent? Remember how we were talking about they said the same thing for Fall oh, Fantasy for Origins? Fall Fantasy, yeah. I I streamed the fucking ending. I wasn't. Oh, know, of course. Like, I, 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 I said <laughs> I I said you know you know guys, they said all streamers aren't allowed to be streaming this. I said I don't give a shit. Like that's that's just. I explained the situation kind of how we talked about on the podcast. I said, you know, there is no way they're going to sue anyone over this or get or like copyright strike or whatever over this. There's no way. And even if they were devil's advocate, even if they were, they would not come after me. (laughs) I'm like, there's so many people playing this game. Like if I were to have gotten the copy from Square Enix, I actually applied, but they rejected me. Of course, I don't blame them. I'm too small. But, you know, if... I would have had gotten the copy from them, then yeah, I'll have to be bound by their terms and services and I'll not have to follow that, right? Mm. But because I bought it with my own money, they you can't tell me what the fuck to do, you know? I'm, I'm allowed to stream any version of the song. You know why? They said, so they said, I read the agreement before I, I replied and it said, you cannot stream this section of the game and this section of the game and this section of the game. And all the sections of the game have one thing in common I found out after I beat it. Music. The same, yes, the same Frank Sinatra song. Mm. Oh, so like beginning... my way. You know that song? No. Okay. Well, it's, I don't a, know it's Frank a... Sinatra really. So I don't. I don't know him either. But it was actually a really good song. I'm not gonna lie. But um, yeah, it was all Thanks. that's all. All those sections had that, and that's probably why. Because they're like, and I don't understand that because it's it wasn't for our benefit. As streamers to like be protected from copyright strikes because it's within the game, right? Yeah. So I'm not sure what's what Square was thinking when they said that to us, but I it's, it's so there wasn't an option in that game. Correct me if I'm wrong. To not turn off copyrighted music, right? If there was, I never saw it. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I like Square. I don't know why they didn't. Just, I mean, they've been doing it more and more. Final Fantasy 15 had copyrighted music in it. Don't know why they don't just make their own music. <laughs> some of the best music on the SNES is the Final Fantasy soundtrack. Yes. Oh, and PlayStation and that, as well, I would say. Mm-hmm. For, and there's still there's still good music. It still holds up today. So. Yeah, they still make good music. I don't know why oh. they don't want to pay their music artists to make good music for their intros. Anyway, sorry for that tangent. We can yeah, go back to what we were talking about, which was the, the lawsuits, yep. the Joy-Cons. I, I don't know. Like, I don't know anything about the case. This is going to be weird if they actually go through with it because what? Because it's not 2020 anymore and they've stopped the free repair program? If it's been stopped for sure. Um, is that now why they're suing or are they just so hell bent on trying to get money out of Nintendo that they don't care? 
Like they've already attempted once, and now they're saying, "Well, we can't. We'll get our kids to sue, and we'll sue them." Like <laughs> it, it's so so stupid. If it, this is just because of the Nintendo Joy-Con drift, did you guys buy that many controllers, and all of them had this issue, or did you hear like I don't know what what the what is all in the case? I don't think I'm gonna bother reading up about the actual court minutes of what's being said, right? So. Maybe we'll hear about uh, this in a year or half a year when it's finally settled. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see where this goes, if it goes anywhere. Because um, yeah. it's really, again, it's like, I feel like one party has to be wrong in the situation, right? It's either yeah. the kids are allowed to sue and they couldn't be held to the user agreement because of their age, or they're just not allowed to sue in the first place. I think... And therefore, it doesn't matter. Yeah, there's there's that, and if it goes through, are, are they going to? Does Nintendo in the wrong? Are they going to try and will Nintendo lose? Like, because well, Nintendo's argument was the kids cannot have bought it with their own money, which is not true because you have to be under eighteen, but you can still be a teenager like sixteen, seventeen, still have a part time job, still save up for a Switch, and still purchase it without any help from your parents. Yeah, you know? so. So they're so if you if they purchase them themselves, I, I I think these kids are a lot younger though, like 10, 11 sort of thing. So that's not possible. So in well, this case, yes, the parents all of their allowance to buy an eighty dollar controller. Allowance is still just parents essentially buying it for them, right? Well, yeah. It's like here, Billy, take five dollars today and tomorrow and whatever. It's like still them, you know. It's just in a roundabout way, still buying it for them. So yeah, we'll we'll see how this turns out in the if future. We, I, I hope. Yeah, if we get any answers to what yeah. happens. Because some of these news stories come up and then we don't hear an answer. <laughs> and so like, I, yes, we got one more. Yeah, one more. Uh, so really quick, this is going to be a quick one. Uh, Bandai Namco, uh, they're giving their their staff, at least in Japan, a nice pay raise, like a significant one, not just like, uh, you know, like like you take five dollars. You know, it's like I think they said, let's see. So they increased their pay by. 25%, which is actually really nice. Their uh, monthly salary was increased yeah. by 25% from 2000 to 2500 in terms of US dollars. Obviously, they get yen over there. But yeah, uh, yeah that's that's good. I mean, hey, this is actually a good news story, Chris. We're recording a game. Oh, yeah, company. That's, that's not so something I found we're used to. This news story because Capcom is increasing the Capcom Japan staff salary by 30%, or roughly 30% as well and so that's two two companies that are doing good they are the japanese sides of them i don't know how big the u.s sides of them those companies are maybe we'll see that increase carry over which would be really nice to have the whole company it'd be nice if you know all of gaming to to do this instead of hoarding over billions of dollars like the dragons they are and not allowing anyone to be able to buy more than ramen for lunch. <laughs> Not speaking of any specific companies. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I know this isn't really related to the new story, but like with the cost of inflation, it's just crazy. At least in Canada here, Chris, it's I'm not sure if you noticed that in your area, but over here it's very noticeable. And uh yeah, it's 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 gone to a really crazy point now. It's like Newer everything. prices of everything are going up, yeah. And 
the companies when they go to negotiate new contracts. So we don't have the money to pay you guys anymore, or exactly. we don't want to, even though they've been open the entire pandemic and have been able to support. And we could see right there <laughs> all the money you guys made. You guys are in the plus this year as opposed to the year before. You guys are still making tons of money. Fucking liars. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, I don't remember and... what. Oh, it, it was, wasn't it uh, EA laying off employees this year? Well, this every year. Well, I think this year they only did 90 <laughs> because they say it's for restructuring, even though it happened at the end of the financial even though it's happening at the end of the fiscal year, <laughs> like the financial year. There wasn't much to say about it other than that. That's why I didn't post it. But yeah, apparently 90 people due to restructuring. <sighs> anyway. Yeah, I mean, as I said, it's good to see a new story. But like, the reason I bring up inflation is like, you know, a lot of companies, okay, like every year, if we don't get a raise in your salary or pay, whatever, by at least what the the average inflation goes up that year, then you technically you're getting a uh, pay cut, a decrease. Yeah, yeah, pay cut. Thank you. Like for that year, so it's the fact that these guys are giving a twenty five percent upgrade or an upgrade uh, pay increase, I should say, that is massive, and I'm glad. I'm glad that uh, there's some businesses willing to do that. You know, so yeah, kudos to Bando as a Bando Nepco or Bandai Nepco. I, I'm I'm so used to seeing Bandai saying, Namco, yeah, or Namco Bandai. Why, why, okay, I swear at some point I saw Namco Bandai, but maybe not. Anyways, maybe, maybe people I'm just, just keep post putting them in different orders because okay, that's good to know. Okay, that's why. Okay, that's why I thought I was going crazy for a second. I'm like, I swear I've seen Namco Bandai somewhere in my life before. Okay, yeah. Um, I wish I wish the world would be a better place, but you know, with COVID and, and real life events now. With the war and all that it's uh yeah it's things are not doing too great like anyways this is going way beyond the kind of the uh the scope of the podcast so i'm gonna turn things back down yeah i wish more companies would treat their employees better and do stuff like this you know especially if they've noticed their employees haven't been getting any substantial pay pay increases when everything else is going up in price it'd be nice if every other company did that uh, all right i think that's it i don't really have much to say other than bitching and complaining about that's about the state <laughs> so uh i think we're all done unless if you have anything else to add in the end uh not really uh kind of a light news week and uh yeah Hopefully, hopefully the next one will be better for or at least on my end, Chris. So, yeah, hopefully you're weak. Hopefully you're feeling a lot better. Mm. You get back to streaming or doing even the other things you like doing off stream. If you're bothering to stream, that is, you need to find a uh, a good game that makes you happy to play, or mm. something. <laughs> but but well, I guess. Guys, yeah, thank you for tuning in, Chris. If you wanna. Where can the people find you, Chris? Oh, jeez. Excuse me. Sorry. <laughs> they can find me on Twitch at Prince underscore Kaboom. I'm there early mornings, like what I think it's been like 3 a.m. Uh, mountain time. 
It's when I've been kind of starting now for two or three hours on the days I could stream. And then the podcast here at 6 p.m. Mountain Time on Wednesdays. <laughs> yes. I don't know what day it is anymore. <laughs> um, but yeah, we, we do that. Uh, find me on YouTube under Mr. Prince Kaboom. I'm slowly uploading VODs onto there. Just have the backups and such. Uh, Twitter at C-S-C-H-A-B-A-N-G. That's C Shabag. And if I ever post anything on there, Instagram at Chris Shabag. So everything's there. If you want to check it out, go ahead. If not, it's cool. Um, going to probably try and continue Dragon Quest Builders slowly, like maybe once a week. And maybe I'll actually start uh, Final Fantasy 2. We'll see tonight if I do that or if I do Builders again. Uh, that's it uh, for me. Where can they find you, Sean? What are you going to be up to or what are you going to try to do? <laughs> uh, honestly, no plans. But uh, yeah, it kind of sucks because I went from like streaming every day for like a month. And now like I didn't stream the last week, practically. I think I streamed like on Monday a little bit. And that was it, like two or three hours. So yeah. Uh, Kind of a really huge shift there, but you know that's not by choice. Uh, I will hopefully be back in my full time schedule soon. But until then, you can uh, follow me on Twitch, Zorb underscore Zex. Uh, yeah, and I'll, I'll I'll pass my other socials for this week. I just I I probably won't be posting on there anyways this week. So yeah, just just up for Twitch for now. All right, guys. I guess that's it for us this week. Hopefully you feel better this week or the next. You know, just get back out there. Hopefully you guys are doing good. Uh, stay safe, everyone. Take care. Goodbye. Thanks, guys. Take care.